Welcome to the Advanced Relationship Podcast. We are your hosts, Bryce Bauer and Jenny Morrow. We are a married couple devoted to helping you advance your relationships. With over 14 years experience as a marriage and family therapist and relationship coach, and over a decade of experience as a certified life and relationship coach, we are here to help you create the most intimate, loving, and powerful relationships on the planet. Welcome to the Advanced Relationship Podcast. This is your host, Jenny Morrow, and today I will be following up on the four-part series that Bryce and I started last week, where we are talking about John Gottman's Four Horsemen. So hopefully you had a chance to listen to week number one of this series, where we talked about horseman number one, which is criticism. And before I dive into today's topic, just a few announcements. So we have a live event coming up in about a week and a half in Layton, Utah, which is about 30 minutes north of Salt Lake City, Utah. And we still have some spots open. So this workshop is for couples and individuals, and it's a chance to come be with us, learn relationship skills, get coaching, watch others get coached, and just dive a little bit deeper into advanced relationship work. So we're going to be starting on Friday evening at 6 p.m., I believe, and then um, all day Saturday, and then Sunday morning until noon. So you will need to find your own lodging. We'll be hosting it here at our home, and because it is in our home, um, spaces are limited. But we do have a couple of spaces left, so we would love to have you join if you're interested. If you are interested, reach out to me at Jenny at advancedrelationshipacademy.com. Just say, hey, I'm interested or there are spots left and I will get back to you with details. Other than that, um, oh, this is also really exciting. I just announced it in the Facebook group yesterday on the live that um, I'm going to be starting an advanced relationship training program. It's going to be kind of like signing up to learn ballet or martial arts or yoga. It's like you're jumping in and you're saying, I am ready to learn advanced relationship work. And it's going to be a mix of an online video course that you can do at your own pace. And then coming into live calls, coaching calls with me each month. And you're going to have an option of calls to come into and you choose a couple each month that work for you time-wise. You come in and you do the work. You actually do practices and I coach you, and it's just an opportunity to dive a little bit deeper. So there's a lot happening right now. If you're interested in joining the Advanced Relationship Training Program, then um, what you need to do is set up a 15-minute call with me. So again, what I would do is go ahead and right now, go ahead and email me at jenny at advancedrelationshipacademy.com. That's J-E-N-N-Y jenny at advancedrelationshipacademy.com and say, I'm interested in the advanced relationship training program, or you can just call it the training program. And um, I will again, get you details on that. What, what I like to do is set up a 15 minute call with everyone who's interested, find out about your unique situation, what relationships you're wanting to work on, find out if it's a good fit. And then I can give you all the details. 
What's really cool about the advanced relationship training program is that it really is a great way to get a lot of support. So the um, requirement to get your level one certification is to come to at least two live coaching calls a month and be doing the practices and getting coached. And if you want to go deeper, you can come to more classes a month. So it's a great way to get a lot of support at a fraction of the cost of private coaching. So reach out to me if you are curious about that. You can join as an individual or um, there's also a pricing option for couples. So that is feeling really exciting. And Bryce also has men's groups still running. He is still looking at starting up another one. He's got a few going. So if you're interested, email him at Bryce at BryceBauer.com. And that's B-R-Y-C-E at Bryce Bauer, B-A-U-E-R.com. And I'll put our emails in the show notes. So if you have any questions, go there. Okay, so that is it for announcements. And yeah, it just feels really good to be with you all and just noticing how much both Bryce and I love to help individuals and couples create deeper, more empowered relationships with yourself as an individual and with your closest others, with the most important people in your life. And eventually that starts to trickle out even to how you show up in the world with you know, more and more people, with coworkers, how you show up um, with strangers even. So growing in your ability to do advanced relationship is a skill just like developing the skill of any body mastery practice like yoga, martial arts, ballet. It is a skill, but it's just oriented towards developing an advanced relationship capacity. Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about John Gottman's Horseman Number 2. John Gottman, after years of research, found that there are four negative communication patterns or ways of communicating that actually start to erode a relationship and can even lead to the ending of a relationship. And this is so, in some ways it's so sad, right? Because again, this is where it comes to knowing the skills and knowing how to do this differently. Last week, Bryce and I talked about horseman number one, and that is criticism. Just a quick review. Criticism is an attack on someone's personality or character. So you get irritated or annoyed by something and you create a story, a blanket statement that they're just irresponsible. They don't care about anyone. They're selfish. They're clueless. They are unavailable. They are, they're just a mean person, right? And, and all of these things might be true at times. There might be times where you say, I feel frustrated and annoyed that we're late to this party. Or I'm feeling sad, I want to talk about what happened today, and it seems like you're not available to have that conversation right now. Is that correct? So, you know, there are times that we are all selfish. There are times that we are all mean. There are times that we are all irresponsible. And over time, we can work on those parts of us. But when our partner is doing a behavior or even continually doing a behavior, and we don't know how to talk about that in a productive way, then what can start to happen is we actually use criticism. And for some of us, the criticism comes up very fast. 
Like that's what we learned growing up. It's what we saw, or we didn't see conflict. Maybe just things always seemed pretty smooth. And suddenly you're with a partner and you're feeling conflict inside of you. You're feeling frustrated by something that's happening, but you don't have any skills for how to talk about it because either you didn't see conflict work through productively, you saw it turn into aggression and criticism and contempt and defensiveness and stonewalling. Either you saw those things growing up or you just didn't see conflict at all. It was like you saw a more passive, keep it positive, everything's good kind of approach. So either of those approaches growing up could lead to you now not knowing how to do conflict. And in our experience, that's the case for so many people who come in to see us is there's just a lack of knowing how to do this. The problem with criticism, number one, the horseman number one, is that it erodes relationships. The other problem with criticism is that over time, it actually starts to lead to contempt. And contempt is considered the most severe of the four horsemen, meaning it's the one that is the greatest predictor of relationship failure. And in order to truly have a safe, secure relationship, it has to be eliminated. Now, one thing that was really, really helpful for me as Bryce and I have been preparing for this series and as I was preparing for this specific episode is learning how it's really criticism that starts and then leads to contempt. If you had enough criticism as a child, you might just kind of be in a more contemptuous place. That might be where you're at. And for a lot of us, especially if a relationship starts out good and loving, that's what happens. It starts out good and loving, and then it goes to criticism first, and then it will lead to contempt. One of the things that that I remember from my own experience of being in relationship with Bryce was early on in our marriage, I remember there was a moment where we were in conflict about something, and I, and I noticed myself roll my eyes at him. And rolling eyes is a sign of contempt. And I had never rolled my eyes at someone that I could remember at least. So all of a sudden I remember feeling really sad and guilty. And what Bryce and I ended up doing was I ended up being able to acknowledge like I'm rolling my eyes at you and like there's something deeper going on here and we've got to be able to talk about it. So that's where it led us. And and all of that's a part of what encouraged us to learn to do the work together. Because even though I'd been a therapist for years, even though I had a lot of book knowledge, even though I'd done a lot of relationship work by myself as an individual, I had never done relationship work with another person. And what I found is that while my own individual work is so important, and while I could just have taken that moment into some relationship support individually, I could have just said, hey, this is what happened. I rolled my eyes at my husband this last week. You know, how do I navigate this? And I could have gone in and gotten some support with that, even as an individual. And it also was a part of what really encouraged me to stand up in our marriage and say, Bryce, I really want to do this work together. Like whatever's going on with us is just when we, when we get into these places and we don't know how to do conflict, it's really, really, really painful for me. So one of the benefits of any of the four horsemen is it gives you a chance to notice that there is room to grow. There's room to get help. There's room to learn a new way. And there's there's a need there, right? There's something in you that's needing to be seen, loved, understood, and heard. Whether you're the one that's doing the criticizing, whether you're the one that's being contemptuous, or whether you're the one that's receiving criticism or receiving contempt, 
from either of those positions, right of those polarity positions, whether you're the giver or the, or the receiver of the negative pattern, there is work to be done. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about contempt and what contempt is. So again, this comes from John Gottman's work at the Gottman Institute. You can find out more about their work at Gottman, G-O-T-T-M-A-N.com. And they talk about contempt as the second horseman. And what John Gottman says is, when we communicate in this state, we are truly mean. We treat others with disrespect. We mock them with sarcasm, ridicule, call them names, mimic, or use body language such as eye rolling or scoffing. The target of contempt is made to feel despised and worthless. He says contempt goes far beyond criticism. While criticism attacks your partner's character, contempt assumes a position of moral superiority over them. So he gives an example. He says, you're tired, cry me a river. I've been with the kids all day running around like mad to keep this house going. And all you do when you come home from work is flop down on that sofa like a child and play those idiotic video games. I don't have time to deal with another kid. Could you be any more pathetic? Now that's a whole monologue of contempt, but it could even just be one part, right? You're tired, cry me a river. I've been at work all day. I've been making food for the kids. I've been right? It, it doesn't have to be all of those words to be contempt. Contempt can just show up in small ways and very mild ways or can show up in medium or more severe ways. John Gottman says, research shows that couples who are contemptuous of each other are more likely even to suffer from infectious diseases due to a weakened immune system, things like the colds and the flu, etc. And um, contempt is fueled by long simmering negative thoughts about the partner. So let me give also an interesting example here. When there's criticism in a partnership, again, because this is where it begins, right? Now, it can happen from two sides. One of the things that I'll sometimes see is that that one person is more critical or negative. Okay, it could be that they just have a more critical personality and more negative personality. There are certain personality tests like the Enneagram where certain personality types actually lean more towards negative and certain personality types lean more towards positive. The negative position can lead to aggression in a relationship. The positive leaning in a personality type can lead towards passivity. Now, especially if you have a couple where one leans more towards negativity and one leans more towards positivity, that can especially be where these dynamics and patterns can get into play, right? So when things are stressful, the negative partner is going to be more likely to be critical. And what can happen is the one who leans more towards positivity can feel very victimized by the criticism. One of the things that can happen in these dynamics is the one who is being criticized, the one who is the observer of the negative behavior in their partner, either towards themselves as a critical statements towards themselves, or even they may just be observing their partner being critical towards others. That person may start to judge their partner for the negativity. What happens is they begin to criticize their partner for being critical. This is one of the patterns that can lead to contempt. Now, there's a lot of patterns that can lead to contempt. Again, being critical about anything about your partner can lead you to be contemptuous about them over time after those negative thoughts have simmered. If criticism is not turned around, which we talked about the antidote last time, is to use I feel statements 
and to use positive requests. If that doesn't happen, if, if those antidotes aren't taking place and you and or you and your partner aren't learning to turn around the criticism, then again, contempt starts to come in. If you have been the one who's leaned more on the positive side, let's say you've had a more critical partner and over time they criticize you and maybe at first you try to placate or make things better or um, tiptoe around on eggshells or you maybe start to get defensive, um, which we'll talk about that horseman in a future episode. Or and over time, you start to get critical of their criticism. And you might start to believe that they're a bad person. They're just a critical person. They're just a negative person. So you start to criticize them for their critical way. Instead of being able to say, when you say that to me in that way, I feel, I feel really deflated. I feel anxious. The story is I'm doing the wrong thing. Instead of knowing how to work through that differently, you begin to say, fuck you, you're just critical. And this is where contempt can really start to build. This contempt is the greatest prediction of relationship failure. The difference between contempt and criticism is that, like I said before, that actually, I don't know if I said this. Oh yes, that contempt is not only attacking your partner's character, but contempt is assuming a position of moral superiority over them. That's the difference. Okay, so let's talk about the antidote to contempt. So the antidote to contempt is to treat one another with respect and to cultivate an environment of appreciation in the relationship. If things are not going so well and you're noticing yourself in a contemptuous place, in a place where you are believing you are morally superior to your partner, Maybe they're too critical, right? They're too defensive. Let's say they're already doing one of the four horsemen and you start to feel contempt because they're not doing the relationship skills right. This is a very sneaky kind of um, struggle that a lot of personal growth students have or people who get into relationship work is it's easy to start to feel critical of a partner for their lack of ability and then even to be contemptuous over time. So when that happens, the antidote to contempt is to treat one another with respect and cultivate an environment of appreciation in the relationship. So being able to say something like, start with the criticism if you need to, right? Oh, it doesn't feel good. I'm feeling sad that this is happening right now. When you speak to me that way, I start to feel anxious. If you are moving into contempt, then what you need to do is you need to slow down Yes, I can see myself in this contemptuous position. Now, contempt is a protection. The reason we do any four of the horsemen, criticism, contempt, defensiveness, or stonewalling, is because we are feeling threatened. So slow it down and say, yes, they are acting in a way that I'm perceiving as lazy right now. Yes, they are. They're not doing the relationship skills. They're speaking to me in a critical way. And what can I see about them that's also true? Where can I also see that balance that it's not about me being morally superior, but where are they actually also good at things? And you might need to start to speak to that. So being able to say something like, thanks for trying. For example, when Bryce and I have gotten into some negative conflict patterns and it's even led to this place of contempt at times, one of the things that has needed to happen is sometimes Bryce has needed to hear me say, 
Instead of me being contemptuous, contemptuous, he's needed to hear me say, thank you for trying. I see that you're trying and I need more support. And you may be able to say, I'm noticing myself feeling contempt and what I want is to feel safe. So let me see if I can just sit here for a moment and access my feelings more clearly. So it's like, as you back out of contempt, you might go into that place of criticism that then needs to have you feel your feelings and make a positive request. You can also request here to get more support. So I'm noticing I'm feeling contempt. I'm noticing I'm feeling really, really protective of myself. I'm feeling very threatened right now. And I want to feel more safe. I see you trying and I'm needing more support. So let me take a moment. Let me sit with what I'm feeling. Let me see if I can access it here. And if not, then you can check in with them. I'm noticing that There's just a lot of pain that gets triggered up in me when we get into this dynamic and I don't know how to navigate it very well. Are you willing to get some support with me? And if they say, no, I'm not willing or I'm I'm not interested in that, we should be able to do this on our own. That's a good time for you to say, I don't, I actually don't know how to do this on my own. I'm feeling like I'm needing more support. So if you're not interested, I'm still going to go in and get some support. And come in, get some advanced relationship training, get some coaching, go in and see a coach, go in and see a therapist. However you decide you want to do the work, go get help and do the work. These patterns don't need to continue. On the other side of all four of these horsemen are going to be just being in denial, right? It's going to be the the four horsemen are more around negative communication patterns in terms of being, they're more aggressive. Stonewalling is the one that's going to be the most passive, but it's still, it's like a passive aggressive position. Now, for some people, you're not in the negative much. You're just in a quote, positive life and just things are not getting talked about. And that might work for a period of time. And if at some point you start to realize, well, I actually want more depth. I want more connection. I want more growth. I want to be able to go deeper and talk about harder things then that's a great time to also get advanced relationship training. So you might come from a position where there's more aggression in the relationship, where these horsemen are present, or you may come from a position that's just kind of lacking energy and feeling a bit blah or flat or unfulfilling. So no matter where you are in your own experience of relationship, if you're ready to dive deeper, reach out to me at Jenny at Advanced Relationship Academy. Say, I would like to know more about the Advanced Relationship Training Program. I will follow up with you and give you some details. And other than that, sending lots of love. Use the antidotes to these four horsemen. There's a different way through this. Thank you so much for listening. If you're getting value, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. It will help people to find us. The podcast is growing, which is so incredible. So if you're getting value, please go leave a podcast review. And I will look forward to talking to you soon. Take care. And here's to creating the most intimate, loving, and powerful relationships on the planet.